much as that motherfucker, can't you see, while you standing on my goddamn feet? Right on. The lion said, I ain't heard a word you said. Said if you say three more, I'll be stepping on your motherfucking head. Now the monkey lived in the jungle in an old oak tree, bullshitting the lion every day in the week. But every day before the sun go down, the lion would kick his ass all through the jungle town. But the monkey got wise and started using his whip. Said, I'm going to put a stop to this old ass-kicking shit. So he ran up on the lion the very next day. Said, oh, Mr. Lion, there's a big bad motherfucker coming your way. And when you meet, it's going to be a goddamn scene. And wherever you meet, some ass is bound to be. That he's somebody that you don't know, cause he just broke a loose from Ringland Brothers' show. That baby, he talked about your people in a hell of a way. He talked about your people till my hair turned gray. He said your daddy's a freak and your mama's a whore. That he spotted you running through the jungle selling assholes from door to door. That your sister did the damn trick. She got down so low and sucked the earthworm's dick. He said he spotted your niece behind the tree screwing a motherfucking flea. He said he saw your arm sitting on the fence giving a goddamn zebra print. Then he talked about your mommy and your sister Lou. Then he started talking about how good your grandma screwed. Said your sister's a prostitute and your brother's a punk. And said, I be damn if you don't eat all the pussy you see every time you get drunk. He said he cornholed your uncle and fucked your auntie and your niece. And next time he see your grandma, he gonna get him another good piece. He said your brother died with the whooping cough and your uncle died with the measles. And said your old grandpa died with a rag chunked up in his ass. Said he's going on home to Jesus. And you know your little sister that you love so dear? Said I fucked all day for a bottle of beer. So Mr. Lion, you know that ain't right. So whenever you meet the elephant, be ready to fight. So the lion jumped up in a hell of a rage. Like a young cocksucker full of gauge. He let out a roar. Tail shot back like a 44. He went through the jungle, knocking down trees, kicking giraffes to the knee. Then he ran up on the elephant, talking to the swine. Said, all right, your big bad motherfucker is going to be your ass of mine. The elephant looked at him out the corner of his eyes. Said, all right, go ahead on, little funny, funny motherfucker, and pick on somebody your own side. The lion jumped up and made a fancy pass. The elephant sidestepped him and kicked him dead in his ass. He busted up his jaw, fucked up his face, broke all four legs, snatched his ass out of place. He picked him up, slammed him to the tree. Nothing but lion shit as far as you can see. He pulled out his nuts, rolled them in the sand, and kicked his ass like a natural man. They fought all that night and all the next day. Somehow, the lion managed to get away. But he drug his ass back to the jungle more dead than alive. Just to run into that little monkey with some more of his signifying child. The monkey looked at him and said, God damn, old partner. Said, you don't look so swell. Said, look like to me you caught a whole lot of hell. Said, your eyes is all red and your asshole is blue. Said, I knew in 
the beginning, it wasn't shit for you. There's one thing you and me gotta get straight, cause you one ugly cocksucker I so do hate. Now when you left the jungle run, now you bring your dog ass back here damn near home. Look, motherfucker, ain't you a bitch? Your face look like you got the seven-year itch. I told my wife before you left, I should have kicked your ass my motherfucking self. Started to open up. And he, you know, he played it. 
real smooth. It just leaned in for a kiss. And that really was it. You know, from that kiss on, we were, it was, it was love. And he was my, my man. You think I'm cute? I didn't say that. Years later, there's an entire movie, Southside with You, based on that first date. You want some? Sure. And there's a tribute at the Chicago ice cream shop. You realize that there's a plaque there, right? I know. And the kids are highly embarrassed that there's a plaque about their parents' first kiss. But she doesn't hold back from describing their young passion. There are many things in reading that your book that I don't think I would ever imagine hearing from a first lady. Mm -hmm. uh, lust. You talked about mm -hmm. lust mm -hmm. for your man. Mm-hmm. That's not something you expect to hear or read from a first lady. But it's there. <laughs> I, d I don't know what to tell you. It was, it was there. It still is. <laughs> I love my husband a lot. <laughs> but while their mutual affection has always been on display, now for the first time, Michelle is opening up about parts of their marriage she held deeply private for years. First, infertility. It turns out that even two committed go-getters with a deep love and a robust work ethic can't will themselves into being pregnant. She did get pregnant, but then weeks later, she miscarried. I felt lost and alone, and I feel I felt like I failed because I didn't know how common miscarriages were because we don't talk about it. We sit in our own pain thinking that somehow we're broken. She reveals that it was with the help of infertility treatments that Malia and then Sasha were finally conceived. The biological clock is real because egg production is limited. And I realized that as I was 34 and 35, we had to, to, to do IVF. I think it's the worst thing that we do to each other as women, not share the truth about our bodies and how they work and how they don't work. And for the first time, she shares details about how the stress of their hectic schedules infiltrated their marriage. You write about at one point in your marriage mm -hmm. that you and Barack went to marriage counseling. Mm -hmm. Why did you think it was important to share that? Marriage counseling for us was one of those ways where we learned how to talk out our differences. What I learned about myself was that my happiness was up to me, and I started working out more. I started asking for help. Not just from him, but from other people. I stopped feeling guilty. I know too many young couples who struggle and think that somehow there's something wrong with them. And I want them to know that Michelle and Barack Obama, who have a phenomenal marriage and who love each other, we, we work on our marriage and we get help with our marriage when we need it.